<laughs> All right, we're back with episode 20.3. We just talked about the back squat. Now I'll be talking about the overhead squat. If you didn't listen to the back squat one, go check it out because we touched upon a lot of uh, squatting mechanics 101 that we probably won't go into too much detail during this episode. All right, so with that, with the overhead squat, are you wanting to just assume the person can do overhead squats in terms of their mobility, or what do you want? What do you want to address? I guess let's quickly talk about um, what what people need to be able to get into a good position overhead, and then we can talk about ways to improve it once you have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first up, if we're assuming that they can do an air squat just fine, um, but then when they put their hands overhead. Maybe their torso is dropping early or they can't hit full range of motion or they can't keep their hands stacked over their shoulders in a good position. It's typically, assuming that they have good air squat mechanics, there's something in their upper body that's limiting them that when they put their hands overhead, it's changing what's actually happening in their lower body, mm-hmm. right? So when we're talking about overhead squats in addition to having the hip and ankle mobility that we would need for an air squat and a back squat we also need thoracic mobility or overhead mobility the the ability to put our hands overhead in a good position while keeping a neutral spine Mm -hmm. and then we also need wrist mobility too which i think might be a little bit overlooked in overhead squats Mm -hmm. and more Mm -hmm. focused on a front squat but if you have pain in overhead squats i think a lot of times it comes from really tight wrists Mm -hmm. so thoracic mobility we're looking for you to be able to so in in a what's your recommendation for grip in an overhead squat um well i mean if you're super mobile the narrower you go the more stable you're going to be but that is dependent on your flexibility so Mm -hmm. um yeah the you have a huge advantage if you can have a narrow grip Mm -hmm. um it's just way less uh instability Mm -hmm. but um it's going to typically be your snatch width. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, snatch width. And if you could get a little bit closer, mm-hmm. do that. Um, cool. So we're trying to see if you can get into a snatch grip, put your arms overhead, holding a barbell. If, you, if you're if you braced, meaning that your spine is in a neutral position with your ribs pulled down, can you have your arms overhead and have your wrist stacked over your shoulder, over your hip, over your ankle? Right. If you're If you're in a static position overhead, most people are okay in this position, but as soon as they start to squat, things change, mm-hmm. right? So as soon as the hips come back, we see a slight inclination of the torso forward, and that makes you need more room for flexibility in your overhead position, mm-hmm. right? So if we saw like um, someone with incredible ankle dorsiflexion or flexibility in the ankle, they can keep a completely upright torso with their hands overhead, not push their butt back at all and go straight down. Right. Right. That that's probably not ideal for what we're trying to accomplish. And it's not realistic for anyone that I know. Mm-hmm. So we need to have our hips being pushed back, just like you would initiate any other kind of squat. And therefore we need more room in our overhead position as we start to go down. Right. So uh, um, a cue that I is very common that I like to give if the bar starts to come forward of our frontal plane, so like we talk about in the back squat, we still want to see the end of the barbell stay relatively close to the, our base of support or right over our, right. our ankle. Right. So if that bar starts to come forward of that plane, pressing up and pulling back will usually activate the shoulders in the way that we want. And if the person has the 
the actual flexibility or mobility to do that and it's just a motor control issue or they're not aware of their positioning, then that could help them get into a better better mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the making, it's an angles game and sometimes your body will allow it and sometimes you won't, but you definitely can work on it for a lot of people. There's some people that it, you're just like, all right, don't worry about it. You're yeah. going to be way, it's going to be, front squatting is going to be way more effective mm-hmm. for you, um, get you stronger. But, um, yeah, it's like some t- people, f- their people tend to feel like they have to kind of keep the bar where they almost, where their hands, where they can see them when they go down mm. and the bar kind of in their peripheral. But like you said, like the hip does have to go back just a little bit. doesn't mm-hmm. need to be excessive. Um, so you do have to let the head go f- through the bar a little bit and the bar will be behind your ears. Mm-hmm. You right? just have to trust that. You have to trust that it's there. It's not that yeah. you're pulling it back so far mm-hmm. that you're putting your shoulders in a dangerous position, mm-hmm. but it ne- the bar needs to stay over the scapula. Mm-hmm. And, and if with a PVC pipe, you can get away with a lot. Like you could have the bar way in front of your funnel plane or way behind your head and you'll be fine. But as soon as you start to add load, you'll understand that it has to be in a very specific position or else you won't be able to complete the rep or you'll potentially injure yourself. Yeah. If you can't extend, also, if you just can't extend your elbows properly, then you're, you're never going to really be able to overhead squat. I see a mm-hmm. lot of people in here, they have really tight biceps, um, mm-hmm. tight triceps, and they don't, they're not working on completely um, extending the elbow mm-hmm. in just general movements. So when we're like, you know, extend your arm, when I'm telling you to do that in your push up and your presses mm-hmm. and dips and things like that, and then you get to your overhead squat and you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. You need that end range. Yeah, I need that end range of motion. Yeah. If you don't work it and you don't work that mobility, then you're never going to get it. And yeah. you have hundreds of opportunities throughout the week and other exercises to get to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and then we're just looking for full range of motion when you hit that overhead squat and just trying to keep the bar over your funnel plane. So in workouts, we'll typically have this, uh, overhead squat start from the ground. Um, what are the two assuming there's two ways of getting into that position what do you recommend snatch it or yeah. clean and jerk it bring it behind your head and mm-hmm. press it up yeah. or push jerk it up i'd say if, if you could snatch and your grip is very similar to your snatch grip try to go right into a snatch otherwise clean it like jerk it put it on your back jerk it again set mm-hmm. your grip all that kind of stuff cool so what um how can people increase their number of reps that they can do with overhead squats say in a workout maybe their shoulders get extremely fatigued or their midline starts to get lost what are some some cues or some practices that they can put in place to improve on that um i think it goes back to shoulder strength and elbow extension um and just basic strength overall in an extended position. I mean, you could work handstand holds Mm -hmm. and the better your handstand hold, the better your ability to just hold that bar overhead for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. It's going to increase, um, being able to have the mobility to fully extend your elbow. As soon as your elbow starts to bend, you're toast. Mm -hmm. So if you always have trouble there, you're also just not gonna be able to keep that bar overhead very long. Mm -hmm. Um, you said wrist flexibility is key too. Mm -hmm. your hands can start going numb and it's not super comfortable. So, Mm -hmm. um, being able to find that stability on the way down and up um, is key um, and being able to hit that same motor pattern over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more flexibility you have and more freedom of movement, it's gonna, the overhead squat's going to get way easier because you can relax in certain places and keep tension in the right places. Yep. I think something for a high rep overhead squat 
workouts is having pretty good postural stamina. So a good test is take your one rep max trick press and see how long it takes you to accumulate two minutes and overhead hold yeah, with it. Yeah. So ideally you would last two minutes unbroken, but a lot of people have to break it up several times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty good measure of, mm-hmm. of just your capacity to keep a load overhead. Yep. And then also doing like handstand holds against the wall, like you said. Yep. Then there's a lot of activation stuff that can go into overhead workouts before you work out. Like we're a big fan of the crossover symmetry system. Yep. Just activating muscles, especially if people have poor posture or you know potentially old shoulder injuries and they need to really activate and wake up all the stabilizing muscles in their shoulder before they start to do anything overhead right yeah i mean i want to go back to just regular overhead squat where um a common fault that i see and it's not super important for high rep but um the i see a common fault people just just drop straight mm, down yes. an overhead squat and it's the opposite of what you think you need to go down slow find the stability you can go super slow on the way down as soon as you get to the bottom get the yeah. hell out of there i'm glad you said that that's yeah. probably the most common cue that i give an overhead squat day just slow down slow down and i think the reason is because as soon as you start to descend if you're going fast the bar will typically move forward whereas if you go down slow you can continuously adjust your position and pull it back a little yep. bit if you need to and yeah it makes a huge difference you have no room for error yeah. like none so um if you it's, it goes back to the back squat and what i talked about is that if you don't have if you don't use your legs and you just un, unlock and drop then you don't know what the heck you're really doing you're not in control then you're never going to find that in a really dynamic plane like with the overhead squat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. That's cool. all we got time for. So this was part three of our episode series. So make sure you check out all the previous ones and we'll catch you next week. Cool.